What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Leader Swift Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Swifty Perry, and today I get to sit down and talk with my friend, Jake. Jake Fuquay is a pastor at Free Chapel Church in Orange County under Jensen Franklin, and Jake has a very unique story. He has just grown up under incredible leaders. We, we sat down and we talked about this, like, what do we do when we sit under a great leader? And that's what he's done from Judah Smith being his youth pastor all the way to sitting under Jensen Franklin right now. And his dad is an absolute legend in ministry. And so we sit down and we talk, what should we do when we sit under great leaders? And so this is a really fun podcast between me and my friend Jake. And so I hope you guys enjoy. All right, what's up, Leader Swift Nation? This is Matt Swifty Perry here. Um, I'm on the phone talking to my friend uh, Jake Forquay. Did I say your last name Fou- right, Jake? Fouquay. Fouquay. That is, well, is, is that Pretty French? Close. Is that French? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> that is Pretty- French. And yeah. so I'm so pumped to have you on the podcast. I know we've had so many great conversations about church and leadership and theology. I'd really love to just hear your heart on leadership, but get, let's have everybody get to know you. Where are you from? Um, where did you learn a little bit about leadership in your life? Yeah, um, I right now work at a church in Orange County called Free Chapel. Um, I'm sitting under Pastor Jensen Franklin, who's absolutely amazing. I grew up in Seattle, Washington. Uh, my dad was a youth pastor up there, helped start a church called the City Church. Uh, it's now a uh, church home. was there for um, 18 years, and then my parents started a church in Ventura. And then from there, I did Bible college and was doing some, I did campus ministries on public high schools, and we saw some amazing explosive growth. And God was just doing some miraculous things and then opened a door here to work at Free Chapel. So I've just been blessed to, I think, be around some great leaders and been been blessed to to sit under guys. And so it, it makes it makes being a leader a lot easier for sure. Yeah, I love that. Like you sat under, man, some of the greatest leaders on the, the planet. Um, that is such a huge blessing just to see that. And I'm sure that has impacted you as a leader. I know for me sitting under great leaders always inspired me to be more of a great leader and to just look at them more and and to write down some of their leadership practices. So you yeah. sat under some great leaders. Talk to us just a little bit about that. Like talk to us about what you've learned from sitting under incredible leaders. Yeah, I uh I think growing up I learned one of the biggest things I learned is is not taking advantage of the opportunities that you have with these great guys and these amazing leaders. And I, Proverbs it says, even a fool can appear wise if they keep their mouth shut. And I think for me, like that was the biggest issue. Um, I felt like there was times when I was, especially knowing I wanted to be in the ministry when I started hitting my teens and early twenties, that I wanted to almost prove myself to these guys by telling them my greatest idea. And I just remember one time the Holy Spirit just says, you know, just just listen. You don't need to speak. And so learning from these guys that that all of them are observing and learning from other people. They're always learning. They're never not learning. They're always hungry. And I had to learn that, I think, the hard way in some ways. But 
learning to listen, learning to observe, learning to see their practices, their daily habits, uh, learning how to how they treat people, how they have conversations, how they manage situations, and uh, learning how to kind of still myself enough to be able to notice those things and those nuances of of life. I think that's the real thing that sometimes we can miss is just the nuance. There's always this a nuance to it. There's an ebb. There's a flow. And 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 kind of get into the root of how do they what is their flow what is you know what is that 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 nuance that they walk in that I can kind of take and apply to myself. That's so good. When did that click for you? Right? Could we all have those moments where I know I've sat yeah. under leaders and it didn't click for me until like three years later. I'm like, man, I just yeah. wasted like three years of gold. Yeah. When did that kind of click for you? Yeah, I mean that's funny that you say that. Like. Because I, Pastor Judah Smith was my youth pastor. So, like, think about that. He's probably one of the best preachers in the world. And as like insane. a high school, yeah. Insane. And as a high schooler, I'm like holding hands with this chick, like not paying attention. Like I can't tell you one sermon that he preached, but it was, and I was obviously so good. So it didn't click then. And I think when you grow up and some of that stuff, you you get used to gr- like being around great people. So you, you take advantage of it. But I think it clicked when I, when I got hired at Free Chapel and being around a person like Pastor Jensen, who is so soft-spoken, but when he speaks, it's powerful. And I had to learn how to pick and choose those when I had those conversational moments with Pastor, um, that I had to, to create space and enough listening for when he spoke, I was ready because he doesn't waste words. And um, and having to ask, learning how to ask the right questions, learning to see what's going to get him excited, not me excited. And 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 that's the key with great leaders. If you want to have great conversation, you have to ask the right questions. And that just took time. And I think so probably, you know, 21, 22, I really understood that more. But going into the job, I, I was just in awe that I was getting to work for my hero. Pastor Jensen. So I, I just wanted to learn anything I had. I was almost kind of like when Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus, she hung on every word. Like he could tell me that, you know, Popeye's chicken sandwich is amazing. And I'm thinking it's the greatest spiritual revelation ever because I'm just sitting there hungry enough to listen. And then if you listen enough, you learn how to ask the right questions. And so I think that took time. It's a process. I think uh, I wasn't used to it. And it, it took time. I, I don't know if there's a specific date that it clicked, if that makes sense. <laughs> but yeah. I think, you know, I think when you're a 20 year old youth pastor, you think you know everything. And I think probably it, it probably took me two years to realize I didn't know as much as I thought I did. So I'm like 22. That's always <laughs> like the most like humbling thing too. When you realize you don't know everything. I think for me, yeah. that was like t- when I was 25 or something yeah. like, wow, I actually don't know as much as I think I do. Um, yeah. I love that you said every everything that comes out of like Pastor Jensen's mouth is just like wisdom. I find when I'm around those leaders, it is just like crazy. Like there's this feeling of like, wow, I've only been around a few of those leaders. But same with like Pastor Glenn Berteau at, at, at the house. church. Yeah. And those leaders who lead with wisdom, I think that is like a separation right there. When they lead with yeah. wisdom, it's like every 100%. word that comes out of their mouth you want to write down or record. Yeah. And I think that it says in the Bible that like the only, the only time it really becomes wisdom in our lives is if we apply it, if not, it's just knowledge. And so wisdom is knowledge plus understanding, which is understanding is the understanding to apply it. 
And so I think with those guys, you see Pastor Glenn, Pastor Jensen, you know, all these amazing men that we see is they've taken what they know and they've applied it and now it's wisdom. And so learning that pattern and doing the same. So if Pastor Jensen says, hey, this is what you need to do with your sermon, I'm not going to be like, oh, okay, cool. That's so good. <laughs> but then not do it. That's I think that's the Achilles heel of young leaders. And it has been for me is they'll say something that's just like mind blowing. And then I just write it down, but then never actually do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, so that was life changing. But was it? Did it actually did you make a change in your life? And yeah. did you make a change in your leadership practices because of what they said? And we should because what these, you know, we're able to stand on their shoulders when we you know, we can avoid issues that they had to walk through if we listen and 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 walk in it, you know. But it just it, it does take a maturity and time. And I'm not saying I'm I'm not even close to perfect at that. I think we we always have that journey. But I, I think what you said is so true. Everything they say is wisdom because of just sheer experience. Yeah, and I I, I go back to the verse: be quick to listen and slow to speak. 100%. I think that's such an important trait to being a leader, especially in the church, and that some of these guys are just so good at. I'm always challenged by that verse because I love to talk. So I was like, cool, yeah. like, just make a podcast then so I can just talk. No, uh, but but being quick to listen and slow to speak is, is another one of those verses yeah. where I just see it in a great leader. Um, 100%. What, what is your advice for you have a young leader possibly listening to this who is not sitting under one of these great leaders. Maybe they're not even sitting under a good leader and they're like, Jake, Pastor Jake, I want this. I want to learn this, but I'm not in a position to. How would you encourage them in this season? Yeah, I think the greatest leader that's ever lived is Jesus, right? And it says in John chapter one that the word became, you know, flesh and he dwelt among us, that he is the word. And I think the great, I think we, we undermine we always, you know, we don't, we, we can't determine what leaders we're, you know, we sit under. Sometimes you can as we get older, but like we can't determine what family we're born into and even the life and the, and the sphere of influence that we do have. But we can determine how hungry are, how hungry we are to hear from God and taking those principles and applying them to your, your, your daily walk with God and understanding, asking the right questions. Are you listening to the Holy Spirit? Are you taking the time and consuming the word? Um, I think the more that you consume the word and the more that you you genuinely start just grasping what God is saying, you learn the leadership points right there and you listen and you obey and it's a trial and error type thing. And then you pray in the right leaders. I think believing and reaching out, putting yourself out there like a practical step as well is if you find a leader that you want to be under, call them and say, hey, can you pour into me? And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But find the people that you want in your life. And I would say diversify it as well. Don't necessarily always have to be in like a church setting. Like find a business person and have them help with their finances that you say, hey, I want that finance. Find a if you're a young married person, find a couple and say, hey, that's a relationship I want my marriage to look like and have them pour into you. It should be in every aspect. Like I have marriages and people that I'll call upon if I need marriage advice and family advice. I have pastoral advice. I have financial advice. And I have these people that are way further along than me and just find them um, and then put yourself out there and say, Hey, will you pour into me? And then most people will say yes, but what will keep them in your life is if you actually listen to what they say, they don't want to feel like it's a waste of time. Like, so a better question to ask yourself, if you maybe 
it's like, I don't have a leader that I'm on, you know, I have no leader that that's leading me. I think that another question we need to ask is, am I following people? Like, am I wasting their time? If I'm, you know, am I actually listening to their conversations or am I just doing what I want? Because there may be a reason you don't have a leader is because we're not actually like taking advice and it's, you know, not that their advice is final, but but learning how to actually submit to that. So I think that's a pretty like complex way. And I tried to, you know, I'm trying to answer. I know it's a swift podcast. I think you know, so I'm trying to like no, answer that was it the, so best, good. the best the best way I can. Yeah, no, that was so good. I love that you said leaders go look for it, go find it, and go after it. I think yeah, that's the thing. My one of my mentors he asked me. He's like, Matt, how do you be so good at networking? Like, just how do you get to know people? I find somebody I want to get to know and learn from, and then I just go and I ask them tons of questions. I get their number, and then I follow up with them because I really yeah. believe, like, if you're a leader and you just want to learn, go find it. Go buy a book. Yeah. Go listen to a podcast. Like, you have to be the one to initiate things. Like, these incredible leaders who want to pour into people aren't just going to usually go after you, right, because they have their DMs are filled with people trying 100%. to go after them. You got to take the initiative and show the passion. Like, I just want to learn from you. Dude, that was yeah. so good. And I definitely, I want to bring you back on later and do another conversation because you have created such a spark for young leaders. I know that's a huge passion of yours is investing yeah. into young leaders. Um, mm-hmm. I love learning from you. And I think oh, all of these you. people listening are going to take so much from you. So I would love to bring you back sometime. But thank you so much, Jake. Where can people find you on social media? Yeah, um, I don't really use my Twitter, so I wouldn't do that. But Instagram, if you just follow me at Jake Fuquay. Um, and, you know, if, if you're looking for someone in your life that you you need anything, you just DM me. I'm pretty good at getting back to you and always looking to help young leaders. I think it's important because we're in this together because we, I am a young leader. We, you are, you know, we're all young leaders. And I think uh, the greatest thing we can do is just be unified and do it together and not try to fight this battle alone and, and reach people for Jesus. Dude, that was so good. Any last um, leadership advice to somebody, somebody like the final words, what can they do today to make them a better leader? Always be learning. Always be learning. Find areas in your life that you know you can get better at. Uh, study, study trends. Study the Bible. Like read the Bible, not just for a sermon, but for you. Like consume it like crazy. Um, and I think if you're a young leader, you should do a 30-day shred, which is a, a Bible plan that helps you read through the Bible. I know you're doing it, um, but it's it's a life-changing thing. It really has changed my life and how I view God and. I think that every young leader should do it. I really, really do. Dude, that is so good. Thank you so much. And if you are listening, make sure you subscribe to the Leader Swift podcast. Find us on social media, but it's it's great. So cannot wait to hear from you guys next week in our next leadership conversation. All right, catch you guys.